Hello, welcome to another episode of the Fruit Gummy Podcast. I am Orange Gummy Miku. I'm Strawberry Gummy Chrissy. I am Cherry Gummy Natalie. And I am Bryant. <laughs> Bryant's louder. Bryant's a lot louder today. I'm Ooh, louder very and loud. prouder. We stand long. After I got bullied so much. <laughs> Alright, this is um, the third episode. Hold up. <laughs> pretty much doesn't matter. I still got bullied. Okay, listen. It's part of the contract. We tried to get David Dobrik, but Poor David. I don't think he likes. I don't think he likes uh, psychopaths. <laughs> True. Okay, so as we previously mentioned, today is our true crime episode, uh, and then I will be discussing our true crime case today. Ooh. Are you guys ready? Go Miku! Woo! Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard about the unicorn killer? No. No, but that sounds very horrible. He's actually not as bad as you'd expect. Um, but he kills unicorns? Isn't no, that Voldemort? No, no. Yeah, isn't it? No. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think he actually killed unicorns. Is there proof? Uh, is there proof? <laughs> is there proof that unicorns are real? <laughs> um, narwhals. Okay, that's not Why even is it. he called okay. that? Well, yeah. So, today's true crime case is about a man called Ira Einhorn. So, Ira? Einhorn... Einhorn. Einhorn. Oh, Einhorn. is that why? Einhorn in German is one horn, which is why he's called the unicorn killer. Oh, oh we get it. So he was jealous. What? He was jealous? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he killed unicorns? <laughs> he was the unicorn. He, he was, was the unicorn the all along. Oh, yeah, correct. Okay, right, so the story, the story is wild, okay? So to give you a little backstory on who Ira is and, you know, what his backstory is, he was born into a middle-class Jewish family on May 15th of 1940. He graduated University of Pennsylvania, and he was like known as this really smart student. Um, and then after graduation, he became a really prominent figure in the like, Vietnam War. Um, you know, he was really well known to be like a big prominent figure in that. Um, you know, he he claims that he was involved in like the founding of Earth Day and his celebrations, but he, you know, they were like, no, we don't associate with him. Okay. Mm, yeah. Well, understandable, wouldn't. right? Mm-hmm. But then during that time, he was known by a lot of celebrities. He was known by a lot of influential people um, in society. And, you know, um, which ended up making him run for mayor in 1971. Mayor. Like mayor of Philadelphia. Um, and then he loved being in the spotlight. You know, he was, he loved being like the center of attention. He loved being well known by everyone. And he was known as the pot smoking, LSD popping, free loving Einhorn. That's wow. literally what he's known as. So they recited that whole phrase every time. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, I, I don't even remember the whole phrase, but everyone looked at him like, oh, that's the pot smoking LSD. LSD popping. Popping locked. I don't know. Unicorn. <laughs> popping locked break dancing Ihorn. <laughs> the oh, Hannah wow. popping locked. And he was running for mayor with that nickname. Well, I guess like he wasn't running for with that nickname, but he was kind of known as that within like the community, like okay. amongst like the anti-Vietnam War people and like all that kind of like the younger generation. Okay. Yeah, and then he was also like really involved in like the corporate world, which is really weird. So he would share like really convincing predictions about the future. So it would be like anything from computer science to quantum physics to new age management. So people were like really convinced because he's like, they were like, oh, he's smart. He's really smart. And he was really convincing. 
So he was really, really just like persuasive and really well loved. And then in 1972, he met um, a beautiful blue eyed former cheerleader from Tyler, Texas, by the name of Helen, aka Holly Maddox. Holly? Yeah, I don't know why her name is Holly. She goes by Holly. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not her real name. No, her she real name is Helen. She's kind of basic. No offense. But... She's kind of basic. But she, I, in the pictures of her, she was very, very beautiful. Oh. Um, he's um, average. <laughs> Bang average. Oh, Whoa. what's going on here? In my opinion, he was average. Okay. But he was well known, so she probably was like, wow, you know. Wow, he's bang wow, average. His status. <laughs> there he is. Hot smoking LSD pop. Crazy pop prank dancing. Bang average. Plain Joe. Hannah Montana pop line. So they met in the fall of 1972, but they literally like a few days after they started living together. What? Wow. That's. Oh, he was fast. He moves really fast. They had a lot of like conflicting opinions. So, for example, Ira would want to get arrested during a protest with her. What? He would (laughs) want to. Like, he wanted attention, right? So he'd be like, oh, like, oh, I got arrested because I was so passionate or whatever. And she'd be mad because she was like, what the heck? No. Why would I want to get arrested? Right? Which caused them to have like an on and off relationship just because they were. So, like, rocky, but then every time they break up, they just fall in love again, and it's just, you know, wild. But um, one of the biggest things is that um, Holly's family really, really didn't like him. Um, You know, they were like, he's rude, he orders her around, he's just not a good person. I wonder what they expected. Huh? I wonder what they expected, like. I mean, considering, like, let's say, like, um, like in your family, like, you, you are in, like, or your sibling is, like, in love with this man. It's like, well, what can you say, right? Yeah. What do you expect out of a pot-loving, Alice <laughs> poppy? <laughs> yeah. Uni- unicorn guy? I don't... <laughs> um, but um, later on, like, a little while afterwards, um, and Andrea Boyce, who is a co-worker and a friend of Holly, started noticing like really weird, odd bruising around her neck. <gasps> oh, oh no. Hickeys? And... No. <laughs> really, really brutal. Hickeys. Really, really <laughs> odd. <Hickeys>. Really. Okay. <laughs> really. Uh, no. Um, I want to like, eye as first, well. <laughs> at first, like, she'd deny it. She'd be like, no, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. And then, They're just Hickeys. <laughs> eventually, she probably said that. Say, <laughs> she she goes she's like no it's just a hickey don't worry about it no she but, did say that <laughs> no um, oh. eventually she did like admit that it was because of ira and oh, so she started distancing herself from him because of all the abuse mm-hmm. so yeah but um in july of 1977 she basically ran away without her, all of her belongings and she moved to a beach resort by new york city and so uh, Ira and her used to live in Philadelphia, right? So New York City is a little bit farther away, but Pennsylvania, New York City, not that far away. Um, and she eventually got into a relationship with a very not abusive, very nice man by the name of Saul Lapidus. Saul? 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 Yeah, Saul. I don't know. Saul? Yeah, there you go. I can't say it, but it's fine. Um, but then in September of 1977, which is like two months after she ran away, Ira found out what had happened um, and how she had gone to a relationship and how she just like, you know, left. Um, and he threatened to destroy her things if she didn't come back to collect everything. So she was like, well, OK, fine. So she uh, returned to Philadelphia 
And the night, and like that night when she came back, they actually went out to a movie with a couple. And that was the last time she was seen alive. <gasps> oh, oh, God. I just had a bad feeling. Yeah, that's not bad. Because so, yeah, once he said, oh, I'm going to break your stuff. If only you come back and pick it up. Like, exactly. Then break it. You're good. Because I think that she had like a certain level of trust just because she was like, well, I did. I was in a relationship with him for like this and this amount of time. And, you know, right. you know we did say we loved each other and whatever. Right. So, you know, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Um, and so, you know, there's no time that's stated right now. But uh, eventually Ira tries to convince some of his friends to help him dump a heavy trunk, which she oh claims is... He claims is full of secret Russian documents into a nearby river. How is that any Why? better? Why exactly? <laughs> You're like, still yeah. getting attention. Yeah, because mm. during that time, there were those Russian documents. Ooh, that's like very secret. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like, he, like obviously his friends were like, "Uh, no, right?" <laughs> no. And then so you know because of like the fact that like um, Holly just never went home. Like mm-hmm. Saul and his friends, like all of their friends over in New York City, were like super worried. So. Mm-hmm. They ended up like reporting her as missing, um, and then the police ended up, you know, questioning Ira, of course. Um, and he was like, "I don't know what's going on." Uh, she left to get food at the store and just never came back. Mm-hmm. Wow! And so Very the police convincing. were like, "Huh? Okay." And they just kind of, you know, moved on from there. Oh. But then, well, okay, wow, shout out to that Holly's easy. family because they didn't believe him, mm-hmm. so they hired two former FBI agents to investigate the whole situation, mm-hmm. and so. The FBI agents were like on it because they're former FBI agents, right? So they knew exactly how to like go at it. Um, they found the couple that they went to the movie with. They found like, you know, the landlord and everything. And they ended up interviewing tenants in the apartment below his. And they were complaining about a foul smell and an odd fluid wow. seeping through their closet ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. And this had come to the attention of the building's landlord. Um, and Ira refused on multiple occasions to, you know, to check the building, like to, you know, to cleanse the building and do whatever, right? Because obviously the landlord's like, excuse me, I don't want like a foul odor, like, you know, disrupting business. I'm just smelling that and you're just like, I know. I'm imagining Mm -hmm. like in horror movies, you see that quote unquote, like strange liquid, right? Mm-hmm. Imagining how it would look, yeah. and especially it's like it's a dead body. Like the body's gonna be decomposing. Ah, oh, God. I like. I always hear that like um, dead bodies have such like a distinct smell. Right. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So because of this new information, um, they went to the police with this, and the police were actually able to obtain a search warrant. So <laughs> on March twenty eighth of nineteen seventy nine. Police were able were able to find a body which had been locked in a trunk and sitting in his closet for eighteen months. What? <laughs> that is a whole year and a half. Okay, okay. Besides, besides the fact that it was very long, then he was really bad at doing it. Incredibly bad. It's like, yeah, I'm so leave it there. Yeah. He left it, the body he there decomposing with that too. Yeah, he lived while that was there, like right in his like right in the other room. It was just there. He yeah. was just like. You know what? I'll get to it another time, and then he never did. But like eighteen months. It was all that. Oh. It was all that LSD possible. Oh, it like was. I, You're right. <laughs> like I feel like he probably was like, "Oh shit, my friends won't help me like deal with it. So what do I do? Like now I don't have an alibi or whatever." So he was probably like, "Well, whatever, fuck it. Let's just leave it in my apartment." Because I, you know what he said to the detectives when they found it. What? 
he literally said like word for word he said you found what you found oh so he was just like whatever like yeah that's you found it good job that that sure is a dead body Mm -hmm. and so he was sorry maybe he was smoking so much pot that it masked the odor or something because how could you smell that every day but i for 18 months he was also way for honesty yeah but is it possible to just like mask that forever and like just be like oh it's not there i have no idea how he dealt with that for 18 months i don't I know mean, glade's not that strong right <laughs> exactly well, I, don't know, I don't know if the 70s weed was that strong i don't know febreze <laughs> febreze but weed <laughs> he probably like running febreze and weed at the same time so they ran an autopsy on the body and showed that she was actually beaten to death. <gasps> so, um, you know, it was probably a very painful death for her and it wasn't like a short death. But he claims that the FBI and the CIA planted it there because he knew about their brainwashing weaponry. And that's where it He would goes. say that. Mm-hmm. Of course he would, Mr. LSD Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Pop- Break Pop dancing. smoking. Break dancing. Pop and locking. <laughs> Hannah Montana's. <laughs> so he was actually ended up being taken into custody, but he was bailed out for $4,000, which was ten, only 10% of his total bail. What? Because what? of some social light that was not named. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Which now... If you have the right connections, questions. you mm-hmm. can you, you can live an okay life, even if you commit murder. Mm-hmm. He lived with that thing for 18 months. Boy has no soul. Mm-hmm. Now, you think, it's like, okay, you murdered someone. How the frick are you able to get bail in the first place, right? Right. So his attorney, here's where it gets really upsetting. Oh. His attorney had a lot of rich, famous, you know, prominent people, you know, talk about how great of a person he is you know talk about his character and how he would never oh, never fuck. murder somebody and that's how he was able to get bail but how do you explain the dead body in his apartment exactly you know, the fbi <laughs> the, the fbi what did the fans of the fbi and scr like co-opting together be like yeah we're gonna build this one person this one instant person in philadelphia mm-hmm. we won't get him mm-hmm, exactly um and so Two days before his trial in January of 1981, he escapes to Europe. What? Wow. What? So he's running away. How suspicious does that look? Like, And they're still going to be like, oh, yeah, but he would never. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And mm-hmm. so because he's in Europe, they can't do anything, right? Unless mm-hmm. they, you know, yeah. they, freaking, they know exactly where he is, but they don't. So um, a decade later, um, the court system of Pennsylvania does something that's really, really important in this case. So um, they decided to put him on trial in absentia. So what that means is even though he's not there, they can still put him on, in, on trial. Oh. But it's just, it's not as common. And it's like, it needs to go through like a lot of like approval and stuff like that. Um, and it's only for like big cases, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they knew he was still a fugitive in Europe. And he, they knew he was mostly living in Sweden and Ireland. And they kind of figured out that he was with another woman another woman no please do not go to any other woman ever and i'm pretty sure like the woman was not aware that he was like like you know (sighs) wanted internationally right wow and so the woman ended up helping him you know with like because he had an international driver's license right so he had to change everything and do whatever he had to do and she helped him with that but he was convicted of murdering holly after two hours deliberation in 1993 but they couldn't you know do anything about it 1993. Mm-hmm. It was a whole decade after it happened. 
We don't. So, um, obviously, they were pretty frustrated, but the case ended up airing on America's Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. And here's where it starts getting a little better. So, the woman that he was living with at the time, um, she was actually, she was a big part of, like, how it was figured out. So, Mm -hmm. a Swedish-American viewer of the show actually knew the woman and contacted the police about it and notified them. And so because of this, they were able to like track him down through her social security number and like them together. And so they tracked him down to France. He was finally arrested on Friday, July 13th of 1997 after a month of police watching him in France. 1997? 1997. Oh my God. Four years after. Oh my God. Oh my. But due to French extradition laws on foreign nationals, he had to be given another trial. Oh my god, France. So, on July 20th of 2001... No, (laughs) 2001. Okay, wow. So this started 30 years before I was born, and at this point, I'm a year old, Mm -hmm, and it's still going on. Correct. What the heck? Just kill the unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So on July 20th of 2001, he was finally extradited from France back to Philadelphia for this trial. What? Jesus. So it took them four years just to extradite him. He was <laughs> so he was just chilling. And yeah. he kept fighting it too. While he was in France, he was like, no, I can't. No, I'm not going. So that's why it took four years. Um, and then during the trial, he was convicted of murder of Holly Maddox during due to his jealousy of her leaving for Stawu Lapidus. But, you know, his defense was still like that the CIA planted it to discredit his civil rights work and research on the Soviet mind reading weaponry. Oh my God. But literally, no one believed him. I wonder why. He still used that story. Mm-hmm. And he still he still uses it till this day. He's still um, alive? He's still alive, yeah. What? Yeah. So on October 17th of 2002, he was given a life sentence to serve Finally. in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Finally. Finally. But. What? In 2016, he was lo- he was literally moved to a low security prison because he was sick. Low, I don't trust him. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing him talking crap. I know. I mean, I don't think he'd hear it, but you know, he's he's in Pennsylvania still. He's still locked up, and he's still serving his life sentence. Okay. Oh my so, god. That's the unicorn killer. I um, can't believe it took them so long to finally give him life in prison. Thirty years. But if you think world. about it, right? Just because of, like, these rich people who are like, you know what, I believe in him. That he's, like, right. he was able to get away for so long. You're right. If that didn't happen, it would have been way different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was living so, in France. Like, a lot of people were saying, like, a lot of people commenting on this case was just like, like, this is just a, like another case of, like, rich people just taking advantage of their power. It, it honestly. Yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have been done a lot sooner, but no. Yeah, it could have been dealt with like almost 30, 40 years ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what the the fact that Miku mentions that he used to like just being like go around parties and everything like that. He just like pretty much that's how he mingled with people. So that's how he mm-hmm. pretty much leverage his like, I guess, charm personality. Uh, I don't know if that helped or if I don't know, but something, he did something to talk to the right people. The right people were like, mm. It's kind of like keeping one put on a mask in front of those people. It's kind of like how you hear like, oh, like they wouldn't do it because they're this and this and this. But mm-hmm. it's with the same more like, same more roundabout, like not, I won't say story, but like information passed around like they wouldn't do this because of this, but then if they found because of this, it's not, like they don't believe it, but they have to accept it. Right. 
they they really said oh old pot smoking lsd popping whatever (laughs) murder nah I, I mean, like, he like he must have been just so charming because a lot of celebrities, right. a lot of like influential people were just like in love with him. Wow. wow. Either that or he has something on them. I don't. <gasps> I don't think so. Think it was that, but he, they would have wanted him in jail then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing is, like, he can easily just be like, oh, you know. This person did this, and but he's not really like like credible because if he's like out here claiming like oh I have dirt on the CIA and this is why they're doing right people are gonna be like whatever exactly exactly which is why I'm like I'm like he I I doubt that's because it's so charming because like why would you bail someone out that's so charming unless there's something to it like I mean they're like they're rich people and they they really believed in him like throughout his twenties and thirties. Like, he was just, like, so influential and that people just really loved Mm -hmm. him. And when things started going bad, he was just like, no, I didn't do it. I don't care. And he was just, like, so nonchalant about the murder in general. I feel like the rich people were probably like, oh, he probably didn't. Uh, And being nonchalant just kind of gives me the chills. I know. That's not, that doesn't mean that he didn't do it. That means he could be a psychopath or something. Yeah. You're that or incompetence. So I'm like... You found the body in where he was living. So I'm like, there should be at least mm-hmm. something about that. They're like, mm, nah. They found the whole body there. And the rich people said he didn't do it. For a year plus. He said you found what you found, too. Mm-hmm. Basically admitting, like, yeah, you found- yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that he just, like, beat her to death. Like, that's such, like, a crime of passion. And the way that, the way that he was bailed out. And then he went to France to live with another woman. Mm-hmm. That is awful. That should not have happened. He should not have been allowed to do that. I know. Who, who let this happen? Exactly. The These rich, rich, rich socialites. It's, mm-hmm. it's been 40 years, but I would like to talk. No, no, I wouldn't. No, don't, no. I don't want no, to talk to you. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm kind of scared about like, all of those people involved. Right. Um, I apologize. Please don't. I am just a little student. <laughs> But, I mean, I think, like, the most, like, important parts were just, like, the fact that, like, the courts decided, you know, they were, like, the prosecution was, like, uh, we're just gonna hold this trial, like, even though he's not here. And, like, mm-hmm. them putting it on America's Most Wanted was also just, yeah. like, such a big thing. Yeah. At least they found him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he's serving his life sentence and, you know, not gonna get out anymore. Yeah. But he's still very, like, not apologetic and he's, like, I didn't do it. Ugh. Hate you that. would you would think after forty years he'd give up, but nope. yeah, I mean, in pictures he's very he looks pretty like distraught and like worn down, but I feel like that's just because of prison. Yeah, yeah, it's, I would mm-hmm. think so too. But what do you guys think? Like his what is what is it called? MBTI. His oh. MBTI. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Which ones are most likely to be psychopaths? Yeah. <laughs> not mine. Not mine. Uh, well, it seems like he's an E for sure. Right. Um, I feel like would he? I feel like he'd be an F for some reason. F. Yeah. Yeah, that was a crime of passion. Right. I don't know about the other ones. Um, Oh. So, um, most likely to be a psychopath um, is the ESTP. Seriously, that's Camila. That's my (laughs) sisters. Oh well, well, look out! (laughs) Oh gosh. Uh, just be yeah, very so, very nice to her uh, i'm not no i don't <laughs> be nice no. have a lot of money mm, i'm not gonna treat her any different because then maybe she'll catch yeah. on okay yeah. then ha- then just have a lot of money 
She'll be so, like, why are you suddenly treating me differently? <laughs> so ESTP is most likely to be a psychopath. Um, they're primarily focused on thinking logically in the moment. They also are secondarily introverted thinking, which means they're spontaneous analyzers. Sounds mm. like, oh, I almost said pot popping. Pot popping. <laughs> pot smoking, serving. LSD popping, Einhorn. Hot pocket. Hot pocket. Hot pocket eating, spoon serving. <laughs> spoon serving? What are you going on about now? <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> but in fictional, like, psychopaths are usually INTJ. Mm. Well, oh my god, that's really close to mine. <laughs> that's really um, close to mine because I'm, I'm, like, fi- I'm like almost 50-50 with FNT, so... What am I? Don't, don't we have the same thing? But then our percentages are different, aren't they? Oh yeah, I'm like 92% introverted. Oh, I'm 63% feeling, never mind. Oh, I'm also 63%. Oh, <laughs> oh really? So, um, 1% over here is a little bit closer to be a psychopath than the rest of us. <laughs> Wait, uh, I know you're not talking about me right now. Okay, what's Brian's? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what, which what, one are you? Uh, I think it's the ENFJT. Yeah, he uh, don't have different with us. I thought he was an extrovert. Oh, that's oh right. Oh my god. E N E N E. Sorry. Exactly. E N F J T. We're all past. We're all wow. You're um, empathetic. Who me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you believe? I believe empathetic it. with me. Yeah, I'll I'll believe it. Mm, no. The way he believes me outside of this podcast, oh, I don't understand. You guys got a glimpse of it in episode one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the um, song thing. Yeah, he does that like every day to me. He's like, oh, that's how you're going to react? Okay, I'll do it more. It's so oh. annoying. Okay, but like, I remember showing the, you guys these results, and you guys were like, 92. 92%. What? What are you? 92% inverted? Huh? How much are you? 90% how? 92% introverted. That's really introverted. I'm only 62%. I'm, okay. The thing is, I thought I would be 92 because we're like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like the stereotypical, like really, really, really introverted Ravenclaw, like nerdy, like always in library type of person, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've known like a long while. You are. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I am. And I feel like the reason that I only got 70% introverted is because of college. Yeah. Right? Because you're like forced out to like talk to new people almost all the time. Maybe this is why I didn't make any college friends. Oh my. (laughs) No, I definitely like I beat myself up on the first day of class though. Because I'll like walk in and I'll look around and literally just sit on the because I don't want to interrupt. No. Yeah, I get that. I get Um, that. But then I'm like, oh, I got to force myself to talk to people because uh. Uh, your girl is gonna need help in class or like i'll make friends for the semester and then never talk to them again oh, that's oh my god i do that all the time <laughs> yeah i get that it's it's really hard when you have to keep in touch only by like texting them mm-hmm. right do you know what i mean if you don't have the same class anymore then it's so hard to keep in touch mm-hmm. 
And the other day, I saw somebody from like a couple quarters back, and she waved to me. We had a like like a nice like ten minute conversation, but even that was kind of like uncomfortable because I was like, oh no, I don't know what to talk about. Right, I get that. Some people from my high school like they'll see me and like wave and start talking. I'm just like, oh no, Um, no, I I can't talk to people from high school. I just I it makes me so uncomfortable. I I get what you mean, but I feel like the my main group of friends are the ones I still have from high school. Yeah, like, I don't that, make yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like my group of friends are my high school friends, but like other mm-hmm. people, you know. Like rant, yeah, they're like your acquaintances. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like I don't know. Um like my best friend group is like literally like two of my best friends like since high school and even like from middle school basically. But I mean, like, there's so many people from high school that I just like really, really don't like and really like would rather just never see them again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. High school are nice. Like they're like nice you know i don't mind being acquaintances with them it's just i'm so bad at conversation Mm, i understand it's okay yeah because one thing i definitely learned while doing my uh older my job since i first started is that i'm pretty much forced to interact with strangers so yeah so pretty much there's nobody like like normal besides my coworkers. But even then, there were still strangers to me. So pretty much I had to, like, force myself out of my shell. Like, mm-hmm. like there were times mm-hmm. that I literally was, like, catching myself. Like, why am I acting this way? That mm-hmm. I normally like, well, like, my orientation for work, I was way more out there than the rest of the of the, of the newer people. Because I was mm-hmm. already used to it. So pretty much mm-hmm. that's why I'm pretty sure for my results for the, uh, what was it called again? Because <laughs> I cannot remember. MBTI. MIT, MITBI. M- M- MBTI. MTTI. MBTI. MB. B like Bryant, like your name. <laughs> Does my name? Your name is not Bryant. Are you Joe? <gasps> <laughs> Joe? Bryant? Is that you, Joe? <laughs> Did you finally let us slip? <laughs> uh, I, I gotta go. Is it you, <laughs> Unicorn Killer? Uh, no, that's <gasps> definitely not me. Ira, he's <laughs> like sixty years old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what I was saying is that people are pretty much forced in a situation where I had to pretty much be more open. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. with like my my like when my insecurities were like, I pretty much my insecurities within myself was dissipated through time because mm-hmm. I I guess people because once you like now there were no people that like they don't really care they don't care at all right of, of your insecurities and so like now i'm kind of like wondering like why do they talk to me i'm like the way i'm like the way i look I'm, like why do they talk because don't know they just like talking i guess given how now the time season that barely anybody comes into my workplace so it just feels the space but either way like for my result it makes sense because before i used to be on the introverted side definitely like Pretty sure, like seventy thirty, mm-hmm. but now, but now, if it was flipped over to sixty forty, because mm-hmm. I do like to be more introverted when I do come home, because dealing with multiple people talking in Spanish, talking in English, explaining mm-hmm. why, why this and why that, pretty much, pretty much being a salesperson is exhausting. Mm-hmm. I feel. I that, mean, yeah. I kind of agree, but I kind of disagree. So, uh, like a while back, I used to work like retail. Like I worked retail for like two three years or so and like i was like talking to people all the time like the second i go into work it was like okay time to interact with strangers with people you work with your coworkers, whatever and you know i talked to people, like eight hour shifts eight nine hour ten hour shifts and after like i like every time i'd get off work or i like go on break and i'd sit in my car or whatever i would like be so exhausted like mentally and like 
my anxiety would go through the roof just because it was like I felt like I was forcing myself to be someone else that I wasn't and I was like super mm-hmm. concerned about like oh like am I still like portraying myself as like how I want people to see me mm-hmm. it's just exhausting so I think that's why I'm like more introverted oh, I felt that. wow that's interesting because I would have guessed that you were extroverted based on how you act with us right you know like thinking of like extroverted with people we like i think with you guys like when i first met at least when i first met nat and when i first met chrissy i don't know how it was when i met brian i don't remember that that was a while ago that was like four or five years ago yeah yeah i mean i'm pretty sure by then it's like i was a bit more extroverted back then yeah yeah i would say the same Mm -hmm. i think as i got older like my anxiety and my haha <laughs> lit um but when i met like nat and i met chrissy i was definitely like oh you know i have a feeling that i'm gonna be in contact with these people for longer than just like a month or two so i was like okay force I myself to be in a month or two <laughs> oh it's God, been way been longer for it's nat. been like five months. months or something time is Six a mystery months. to me right time is a construct <laughs> But I definitely like I forced myself to be a little more extroverted because I was like, they seem more introverted. I should be extroverted to make up for it. Yeah, you have to balance it out. Mm -hmm. But now it's like now that I know you guys, I like I'm out here oversharing and telling you guys everything. Aww, it's okay. We, I, I love like that too. I love yeah. that. Um, I, I think I've gotten better. I used to be okay. I remember taking this test years ago. And uh-huh. Actually, it could be worse. <gasps> what? Yeah, I worse than ninety two. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what is that? A hundred percent? Exactly. You improved a tiny bit, like two percentage. Um, I used to panic whenever I ordered food, but now I can order my food perfectly. Oh, dang! Well, oh, I still gosh. panic, but oh, I, I use. Still, yeah. But I, I like to use um like apps to order food, and then I just Same. pick it up. Same. Right. Minimize like the interactions. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I like doing that. I don't like ordering food or anything. The same thing for me, just that now instead of panicking uh, in front of people, in front of like for food or anything like that, I panic when I when I have to talk, talk Spanish because I'm like, I'm not used to it. So I'm like, I don't know right. if I'm going to talk to you in Spanish that's, mm-hmm. that's being structured in English or Spanish Spanish. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, so you I'm mean like, like Spanglish or what? No, 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 like, because like, like Spanish is structured in a specific way. Where it makes sense in the Spanish sense, I was. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. Okay, so, I'm not so pretty, following the conversation. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much, the way I talk sometimes in Spanish is the way I will talk in English. So pretty oh, much, like sentence formation wise. Yeah. So pretty much, it won't make mm. at all. It, it won't make sense at all in Spanish, but it will make uh. sense in English. That's, oh why do, that's weird. Why do you do that? Why don't you just do it the regular way? Yeah. Because I've been talking, I've been talking English so long that now I'm like going back to Spanish. Because that's like, not even that's not even Spanglish. That's just that's exactly. yeah. You're making it up on your own. I don't know. For <laughs> exactly. incorrect Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like so like like once in a while it would be like just like incorrect. Uh, I won't say grammar, but like pretty much structure or span like word structure. So people the, the, the customer is like, what? I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I oh. Why, do you, why would you talk to them like that? <laughs> I would not understand that. I know I would be so confused. Yeah, because like, it just lives. Because like, pretty much, I once I had to relearn it, but pretty much like, kind of like given that bad habit. Mm, okay. So like, I, mean, I, I pretty much had like switch off my English uh, side of my brain and just 
switch on the Spanish side, but that one yeah, is like, but that, that one's that. like kind of like kind of like with spiders and cobwebs. Sorry, mm. Chrissy. But yeah, everyone's just cobwebs. <laughs> no, we're not talking about spiders. We're not. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. It's fine. We're not. No spiders today. Just no spider eggs. Uh, pot, pot smoking, LSD pot, popping, yeah. break dancing, Hannah Montana. Yeah. With spider eggs. No. But yeah, I pretty yeah. much, I pretty much have to reactivate that side of my brain, which is, which hasn't been used for some time. And yeah, I pretty much just, just, I won't say mess up constantly, but like slowly going away, just slowly. But yeah, when, when I, I talk Spanish, I'm like, how is this going to turn out? Don't know. No, yeah, I, I got that too. I got that with when I speak like Chinese or whatever. Um, But I, it's because I'm not used to speaking like full Chinese. Like I speak a lot of like um chinglish at home mm -hmm. um and i speak like a lot of like shanghainese dialect which isn't like mandarin mm -hmm. so it's a little off but when i have to speak mandarin to like friends or like at work or whatever it is like i get i have like get so much anxiety and i'm like <gasps> i oh, hope i say I the right that. word i hope i say it right if i don't like even like pronunciation right like i'm like i have to say it like perfectly uh -huh. or else it like sounds off it's like a different yeah. word and I get so stressed and I'm like, oh no, I don't want to like say it wrong because people know me as like, you know, like a good Chinese speaker. Mm -hmm. That's the same with me in Filipino words. Mm -hmm. Like I'll say something and then my dad's like, you said it like wrong. And I was like, what do you mean? And I, yeah. I would have said it in like past tense instead of present tense. Right, right. Like really small differences like mm -hmm. that. Or like when my family like comments, they're like, oh, you've gotten so much worse at Chinese. Like, this is what you get for not like constantly using it or practicing it. I should just send you to China. Like, oh, oh, what? Excuse <laughs> um, My parents don't do that. They appreciate that I gossip. Um, I overhear gossip for them at seafood market. Oh, Sad. not same. Wow. The opposite, though, is that for my mom, since she know, since she's been talking Spanish her, her, her whole life and just like, I guess barely in the last 20 years she learned English but like I won't say it's broken English but it's definitely not the most perfect so she would mm -hmm. like so she would like you know slip up a little bit like like just little things and then me and my sister people just like nag her on uh on that it's like playful so, yeah same same I do that um, with my my mom too yeah mm -hmm. man my dad though that is the definition of broken English his very phrase that he says is like hijo Go over the moon. What? What? <laughs> Repeat. Hijo, go over the moon. Go. Over what the is moon? he trying to say? He's trying. Really trying to say, hey, step up or grow up or something like that. I'm like, uh -huh. what? What? I mean, I I don't think that's broken English. I think that's just him being I, weird and with yeah. a weird phrase. Like, <laughs> I thought like, it doesn't like, sound like broken English. It oh, but, like, um, but, but, but that was his, uh, his favorite phrase. Shoot then... for the stars. <laughs> shoot for the... Oh, and you'll land some... No, shoot for the moon and you land somewhere on stars. That phrase. Probably. He just like cut it short. He was like, ah, go for the moon. Yeah. <laughs> go for... No, go over the moon. Not like, uh, no, I go, go over, over it. Moon. I no, assumed like, he was like calling you a cow. <laughs> oh, wait. Like, you know, like a cow went over the moon. Isn't that like? Isn't that what? What is uh, that one? Um, it's like a nursery rhyme. Even then, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, but yeah, like even like besides that example, he still has like a kind of a very rough uh, English. Uh, people like a grasp of English. Like he, like he can talk to you, but occasionally be like, "What are you trying to say?" Okay, I can kind of get because of the cons clues, but still, it's like, uh, it's like, so yeah, like, oh, like it's... that's why. 
that's what's kind of like i understand what you're saying but at the same time mm. oh well so chrissy i just searched up what your thing is it's called what is this called cat in the fiddle yeah yeah, oh, yeah that, that one yeah. oh that I don't know what it is, but Cat in the Fiddle. Yeah, I recognize the title. Yeah, but it says, um, Hey, diddle, diddle, the cat in the fiddle, the cow jumped over the moon, and the little mm-hmm. to see such a craft, and the fork ran away with the spoon. So, that makes no sense. I all. don't know what your dad is trying to say. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Who I knows where he got that from? I I can ask him right now, but he's, I'm pretty, he's probably asleep or in a party. So yeah. Can you imagine can you <laughs> asleep, and you like walk in, and you're like, Dad. You, you call him up you're like dad 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 what does this mean Please it's been explain. on my mind <laughs> dad what does it mean tell me i need it the bombs will go off <laughs> that's what i did for my dad's story last week with the bird <laughs> right I was yeah like dad is it was it worms and he's like yeah it was worms and then i had to hear the entire joke again oh my god why is that cute hold on guys mm. this is episode three <laughs> yes this is two weeks ago your bird story oh yeah that was <laughs> like i said time is a mystery it's just the, it's just the concept it's fine the concept. time is a construct okay guys back on the mbti thing what about your identity so are you a or t um, um well oh. i'm t but i feel like it's like I feel like the way that the questions were worded made me made me more of a T, but I'm actually a I think mm-hmm. I'm T. I'm definitely T. Mm-hmm. Me too. I have no idea what it means, so I'm just gonna say T. Um, so turbulent or T stands for turbulent, right? So it's people who are more self conscious and says like sensitive to stress, and they're more likely to like be really emotional and be like success driven and like eager to perfect things. Mm. Definitely the stress thing. I'm pretty sure if I, if I were taking it in like three years ago, it would have been more higher on the turbulent because because mm-hmm. of what happened. Past. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but like, what percentage did you guys get if you were turbulent? I'm 83%. Oh, I got 76. I'm more turbulent than you are? Yeah, I guess. Yikes. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Mine was 65, supposedly. Why am I so turbulent, guys? I mean, <laughs> um, it makes sense. I mean, but it's because like, I get it, though. Yeah, I'm like definitely like, super self-conscious and like stress, like sensitive to like stress. And like, I blow everything out of perspective when I'm stressed. Yeah, you do. Stop! Don't call yeah. me out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, I think yeah. it's just more of that, like, because when I, when I'm stressed, I'm just like, ah, okay, I'm gonna overthink, but then I'm just gonna pass out. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Um, well, for me, I feel like uh, in stressful situations, I'm I'm usually it's it's weird. I feel like it's the responsible side or something like that that comes out because mm-hmm. I feel like I need to stay calm in order for everybody else to stay calm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I usually am really like quiet and calm about it. It's mm-hmm. weird. Even if stuff is happening in my head, I do not like express anything. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. For me, like in stressful situations, I definitely like I like it because it like gets my adrenaline pumping. Because apparently, like the rest of my life non-existent, and I'm like very. I want to be like alone in my room. Yeah. Person, right? <laughs> yeah, it's um, okay. But like in stressful situations, I'm like going, like I'm all in. Um, but like, I don't know, like I feel like I'm just so sensitive to the littlest things. And like, even though it's just like me and my head, I can like, 
I'll, I can be sitting here, right? And I'll suddenly be thinking about something that happened like six years ago and I'll have like a panic attack. And it's so weird to me because mm-hmm. it's like, it's just like how self-conscious I am of, mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. just like, I can't. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'll do that too. Like I'll like just be sitting here and I'll be like happy as like a little clam. And then I'll think of something and suddenly I'm just crying. Mm-hmm, me too, mm-hmm. yeah. I do remember a question saying, I think this might have been for that section, but it was saying questions like, um, I still think about choices I've regretted. Mm, yeah, I, I said I said highly agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree on that too. I, do I said highly agree and then wiped away my tears. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that triggered you to think of something else you regretted? Of You're course. sitting there like... You're like bawling your eyes out while taking a personality <laughs> test. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, like, okay, I just gotta get to the next question. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Did you guys answer agree or disagree for the question that said, um, whenever I get along with someone, it's just a matter of time before they're disappointed in me? I said agree. I said, uh, I said neutral. So Same. it's, it's weird because, like, in my head, I think that, right? Uh-huh. But like in reality, it's yes and no, right? What do you mean? Okay, what do you mean by that? So there's definitely people that I've met that they're like, like a little while after we meet, like at first they're like, oh, wow, she's like, you know, fun. She's, you know, happy. And then like suddenly they'll be like, wow, I don't want to be friends with her. Oh. Like I've definitely had people like that. And it's like, it gets, that happens a lot more when I'm more in like my depressive like episodes. Right. Um, Just because I'm like, I don't want to interact with people. And so I end up being like a really bad friend. No, it's okay. I can't. <laughs> we, we understand. Mm-hmm. I'm really good lately. Okay, so it's fine. <laughs> um, and I just put agree. Like I don't know. That's just how it's always been. I feel like that. I don't know. For me, I took that question as in internally. Like, what? What mm. do you think? Do you mean like? Do you mm-hmm. think about like someone you meet, and then you think that they'll eventually be disappointed in you? Mm. I put. I think I put agree on that because no, I think I put neutral because I don't like to think. Like, if I meet someone, I don't necessarily think they're going to be in my life. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think about what they're going to think about me because we're probably. I think we're not going to talk again or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god! Did you think we're not going to talk again? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I didn't. I thought we were gonna talk, but maybe not get close. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, we you were know? like, we would, yeah, we talk, but it was kind of like at first, it was like not that close. Yeah, yeah, it was just like small talk kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought you hated me, but you know, that's a different thing. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I was always nervous to talk to Matt. Oh yeah, me too. Well, I mean, like we would always be in the same room. Yeah. We would just like say hi, and then I would get too nervous to say anything else. Yeah, yeah, same though. I mean, because I was really shy, so me too. <laughs> yeah, so even though you were there, usually what would happen is we would talk through our mutual friend. Basically, like we'd both talk to her. <laughs> Do you know I mean we'd make comments to her, and then she she would like talk back to us individually, and that's it. Like we would not talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I feel like when I met both both of you, like Nat and Grizzy, like I feel like like first time meeting both of you, I was like, wow, they both hate me. Really? Oh, you thought Grizzy hated you too? Yeah, no, because like the way that Chrissy and I talked before like our big, big meeting, like through you, Nat, like I thought she like didn't really want to talk to me and I thought I was being annoying. Aww. I thought I was being annoying. So I was like, oh, <laughs> That's what I do. I, I tone it down. <laughs> 
I love that. Yeah, me too. For both of us, our like feelings towards Chrissy, she reciprocated. Yeah. We both thought the same thing. I mean, what when I first met Nat, like she first thing she did, she called me a hag. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, okay, she's fighting. Like, okay, she doesn't like me. I don't like her. I'm a I'm a fight. (laughs) I do remember you told me that's what you thought, but she was like, No, that's not what I meant. Um, Yeah, it isn't. I just okay, usually if I meet people even okay. It doesn't, okay, like I told you, I usually don't think I'm going to get close to people I meet, right. so I don't really care that much, so I try to, like, get a reaction or, like, to, uh, like, entertain someone instead of, like, getting along with them, so, like, I always joke around with people that I meet, and I mm-hmm. act kind of weird because I don't think we're going to talk again very much. No, stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, and um, now we're here five months later. Making a podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not really sure how... I first felt about Bryant because the first thing that ever happened, like interaction, was you guys put him in like the diseased thing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we put his role on a server as the infected. Yeah, and I was just yeah. like, oh, because you're like, oh, because when you first met him, wasn't he? His icon was like Shrek. Shrek. Or he was Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he was trying to get everyone to change the picture with him, and I was just like, Shrek no. in a Christmas hat." Okay, I hated first, him. First off, I didn't even start I that. Hated that. Somebody just no. called me Shrek, and I'm like, "You know, I'm gonna roll with it." And then suddenly, everybody's really? rolling. I'm like, "Wait, what? I called you Shrek." Is that Wait, you, you, called me you Shrek? started? No, I called you Ogre, and then somebody oh, was like, right, "Oh, right. Shrek, right?" So, so, Wait. so because of that, I just changed it because I'm like. Because we're joking around, saying, like, oh, like, it wouldn't, be, wouldn't it be funny if you did that? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I did it. Then suddenly everybody followed him. Like, I hated okay. it. I have a confession. I was disgusted. What's Are you confession? the one that called him Shrek? I think I'm the one that called him Shrek. I hate oh, you. my God. We created You're the one this that monster. started this. No. <laughs> I think, like, it was just, like, super early on. I heard, I read Ogre, and I was like, oh, Shrek. And then I put my phone down. Wait, <laughs> you walked away, but everyone blew up over it. I yeah, I do think it was you that said that. Because so, I remember sorry, sorry, Brian. I I changed into like what was it? I changed into Puss in Boots. Uh huh. Right. I changed into Prince Charming. I was supposed wow. to change to something, and then I never did. Oh right, did you decide on someone? I did, but I just never changed. Who was oh. Lord Farquaad? I don't think anyone chose Lord Farquaad. Bad. I just thought of Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I know, so right? So iconic. But yeah, no, I remember. I remember when I first met Brian. I was like more extroverted at the time, so I think I was just like, oh, I can be friends with everybody. Oh yeah, that was a bad decision. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> not, oh, not, not, took a not turn. for Brian. Not for Brian. But like, I was like, what happened? after that leading to us not becoming friends and then you know also can i just talk about how the way bright came back into my life was freaking scary oh why is it scary <laughs> oh <laughs> wait i think i know but just I, say it do you remember like in the group like we were in a group chat together nat and uh-huh. suddenly i got this like random person the adding t- me <laughs> Which, on yeah. on the app on our chatting app and yeah he was just like hi do you remember me yeah <laughs> Wait, no, no. And, and we <laughs> we called like we had a code name it was like the weeb or something we're like oh yeah, did the weeb text you okay first off had... <laughs> <laughs> i did not i did not <laughs> even say that by the radio i said like so how's the holy life oh yeah seriously like, wait no i That's have screenshots hold on i have screenshots oh my All right, god anyways take out the Brian, receipts Brian, continue Brian. with uh why you were a weeb <laughs> okay first off okay so that was just a i'm like Cause I had nothing in my phone. I'm like, uh, just use this. Pretty much, I just used whatever. 
Right. And what nice was it? Excuse. What was it, huh? I forgot what it was. I literally, literally forgot what it was. It was uh-huh. from Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That picture. Yeah. Yeah. The, the reason why I know that is because everybody on Twitter just used that as a reaction. So I'm like, oh, I'll just save it. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I never even, sure. I, mm-hmm, sure. I, okay, honestly, sure, I, weeb. I, I never even watched <laughs> the anime. I never, I never even read the manga. I just know mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. What a coincidence. For what? For mm-hmm. who? For me or you? For what? what? For you. We're not talking about me. <laughs> None of us are talking about us. What? <laughs> um, well, that was a lot of pictures. But I mean, okay, why did you Why did you message me that? Uh, kind of like how I go about things. Kind of like, should I, should I not? And I'm like, I'll oh, just do it. If I, if, and I'm like, if I don't get a response, then that's okay. If I do one, I get one, I'm like, okay, that's good. It's, mm-hmm. it's good. That's the thing about my thought process. I'm mm-hmm. like, Basically, to sum it up, I don't give a f. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like I have to learn. Like I'm learning how Bryant communicates, <laughs> so too. I'm understanding him better as I as I hear him talk. It's wild because he literally has not changed in like the past. <laughs> What was it? Six Four, years? Five, wow. Five years? Mm-hmm. He literally messaged, how's the pure life going? And I said, huh? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> because the last, time, the last time I talked to her, was, that was like the thing. I was so pure, yeah. I remember we'd like call, right? And I'd like read Bible scriptures to him because he was just so unpure. And I was so oh. over it. I was like, you were wow. disgusting. I got to read this to you. Which, <laughs> wow. which, which few months describes my display name? Yeah, uh, yeah. Your display name is freaking Oni. Wow. Yeah, which has a whole history to her own self, which, which no, we're not getting you. into. No, thank you. Okay, we, yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, and he like didn't even say his name. Nope. And he was like, he was like, you're Miku, right? And I was like, <laughs> how do you know my name? And he goes, he goes, what if I, what if I drop an artist that you like? Does that make sense to you? I was like, no. Huh? <laughs> so no? creepy. He was like, oh, so I think dropping a punchinello would help. Or is that too vague? I was like, that's way too vague. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> okay, so the reason why I dropped him is because he was, I guess, a very, I won't say a very point, but like a very significant artist. Yeah, yeah within... during that time, it was like yeah, when I so... first like discovered him and I was like, oh, I'm a freaking rapper because he's iconic and great and he still is. But it was so weird because I was like, well, okay, realistically, I only talked to like three people about Punchinello during the time. Mm-hmm. So it's one out of three people. <laughs> one out of three is a good chances. But how the frick did you find me? It's okay. So pretty much I just like decided, you know, what? I'm going to just add like contacts because like normally it says like, oh, do you want to add contacts or sync contacts? I'm like, normally I'll say no, but this time I was like, no, I'm going yes. This is what happens. And that happened. Wow. Wow. So yeah. you found me and you were like, wow, let me just message her. It's been four years. Let me just, you know, scare her a bit. Just casually scare her. It did scare me. <laughs> Do you remember me? Yeah, remember I, re- me? I remember. Are you still living that holy life? I remember Miku sending like a screenshot or something to the group chat we were in, and she's like, "Do you, do any of you recognize this person?" <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, "Who is this?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so who was the one who messaged me? Huh? Oh, there was someone who messaged me. Matt, you know who it is. Um, it's not me. No, no, no it's it's um. Uh... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the one that we don't talk about anymore. But then, like, then I literally told him, like, I literally told him, like, I mean, I literally told him, like, well, call me we is more, more of a compliment than actually an insult. What? Calling you a what? A weeb? Calling, calling you a weeb is more of a compliment than an insult? Yeah. 
Wait, weeb. why? Weeb isn't a good thing. What? It's not a compliment. Exactly. <laughs> it's not... Exactly, which is why I'm like, well, considering all the things you could have said, it's more of a compliment than an insult. I mean, she was like one of the two people who recognized you. My and I mean, just kidding you. I don't think she was like a big fan of you. I don't know. Yeah, she's I'm like considering how I was. Yeah, which is why, which is why I use infamy. 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 Infamous. Where, where, where you choose? Infamous. 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 <laughs> okay, so so today we learned that I am bad English too. We we knew this from episode been one. Yeah. Yeah. So day zero. Yeah, from day zero. Yeah. I mean, so, oh. Mm-hmm. Bro, what did we learn from episode one? That you're incoherent 90% of the time. <laughs> so so I, how I, I would describe myself as like a ball of energy, but like a uncontained one that, that literally just spikes out at any given moment to just explode. But somehow it's still, still contained. Sir, that is the sun. Exactly, <laughs> I am the sun. And soon I will explode and deteriorate. So good luck. Um, Soon I will explode. What does that make us? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we're in stars. Oh. So who wants Wait, to be Mars? Maybe um, well, Pluto. I mean, oh, we're yeah, Pluto. The bla- the the baby, the baby. The baby. Baby. You see, we're making um, we're making. Uh, I forgot the word. I'm tired. We're making. Just ignore me. Typos in real life. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> What is that called? Obviously, it's, it's not a typo because it's in real life. <laughs> um, misspeaking. I'm not, I'm not typing with my mouth. Misspeaking. Yeah, misspeaking sounds right. Okay. And it's just called I'm dumb and I don't know how to freaking speak English. Honestly, yeah. That's... I'm pretty sure I sound more more coherent in text form than Ashley do in. Yes, I think so too. Yes. Like even I'd then, say you're like ninety, not even ninety, like eighty percent coherent in text. Right. But even then, there's a lot of times where I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Exactly. Okay. okay. Well, I want for you. I'm curious about how do I sound like when I actually am coherent? How do you sound like what? Coherent. Like a regular person. <laughs> coherent. Like I'm having a normal conversation with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you sound when you're incoherent? I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. 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 Pretty That's much. his favorite word. Mm-hmm. And pretty much. Exactly. O- pretty o- much. O- also, why as well? Why? Why? Especially why. God, he annoys me so pretty much. much with why. Because where where make you sad? She's like, because of this. I'm like, why? Wow, you're like. He's I don't know why, like, a, like an eight-year-old. Yeah, he reminds me of like that annoying kid on the playground mm-hmm. that would not stop talking to you and like trying to trigger you. Mm-hmm. That's him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is why I say he bullies me. Like we could be having a normal conversation, right? And I'd say something, he'd be like, "Why?" I'm like, "What do you mean, why?" He's like, "Why?" Like, oh. <laughs> That's so annoying. Because no going time out. Because why? Oh my god. Oh my god. Because oh, no. you're going in time out. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. And just trust me down at a flock of stairs. A flock of stairs? What? <laughs> They're made of birds. They're made of birds. Just trust me down. A flock of stairs. And then the bird, the, the bird stair just flies up to the sun. And I stay there. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> There's two things I know about Bryant. She's going to crash a Tesla into a bridge. And yeah. And going to launch himself off a flock of stairs and land on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
I think we know who the real pot pot smoking LSD popping <laughs> person is here. And the good thing, the good thing is that I don't have to do it at all. It just comes naturally. Oh. I don't think that's a good thing. Good. I don't think so. He's like bragging about it. He's like, this is a natural. He's like, other people will spend money like buy drugs to do this. I just had it naturally. Exactly. Like it for free. Okay. On that note, we're gonna do this day's song challenge, which is. A song about drugs or alcohol. Okay, um, I'll start off as always. Um, my song is um, 36 Pills by a rapper called Vincent. Um, I mean, it, it, you can kind of guess what it means, but basically he's talking about how like like he'd rather take like antidepressants like depressants and like um, pills to like cover up his fears about life. How he's just like it's like afraid of the world. Oh, so he just pours more glass and takes no. more pills. That's not the right way to cope. No. Um, if you need a therapist, I will be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, wait he, for he Chrissy wrote certification. Wrote this, <laughs> he wrote this like. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just talk over me while I try to like, justify him. <laughs> You're gonna justify him? No, this was written back when he was like super, super like depressed, but now he's a lot better. Mm, he's okay, in a good. much brighter place now. That's good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Um my song is There She Comes by the Laws. Basically like from the lyrics you can understand like to cope with, you know, life, he he's shooting stuff up. Mm. They're oh, saying that gosh. nothing else could heal his pain. Oh gosh, yeah. these are so sad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, mine isn't sad because it's uh. Well, my song is "Nangs" by Tame Impala, mm-hmm. and "Nangs" is a slang term. Uh, it's an Australian slang term for nitrous oxide, which is laughing gas. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics is just one line repeating. So. It, <laughs> But the music itself sort of emulates what it feels like to be on that drug. Mm-hmm. But it isn't sad, so you should listen to it. I mean, hey, at least it's not sad. The rest of us are apparently really yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. thing I got, I got for that was that natural oxide. I'm like, oh, racing. It, yeah. Racing? Yeah, it's a gas used in cars to boost speed. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. So for mine, it's probably the most, I want to say the least depressive, but sort of in that area where... It's Mine much... wasn't either. Oh, See, that's what I said. That's why. That's what I said. I'm like, like it's not the the least, but there, but there is this, like the most. It's kind of like in between. Pretty okay. much, the song is "Swimming Pools" by Kendrick Lamar, and Pools. I like it mostly because it's repetitive, but at the same time, the lyrics. If I can recollect, like how it's about, it's pretty much him. Pretty much like kind of going back and forth of like of like drinking it's like drinking is nice and everything like going with friends and everything but like drinking in the sense of like he keeps on drinking like bragging about drinking it's been like drinking is been overcoming his life and it's like oh. is it really is it really is he drinking because he likes drinking or is it drinking because it's like showing off that he's drinking oh so, so, wow so, 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 so he's going back and forth from like oh. okay i get what you mean now <laughs> i'm sorry about laughing but <laughs> Can we just like count how many times Bryant said drinking exactly. in that one sentence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drinking game, guys. Take drinking. a shot every time Bryant says drinking. Oh, no, 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 no. It was like a, like every other word was drinking, drinking. <laughs> I was like, drinking, drinking, drinking. 
basically an alcoholic but regrets being alcoholic. I guess that's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of sad, but he wasn't saying like it. He said like he wasn't sure why he was going to anymore, but that doesn't mean he was addicted or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically like, like now he's wondering like, why is he doing this? Like, mm-hmm. he was like, mm-hmm. now it's questioning. Mm-hmm. Right. But that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't mean he went too far, you know. Right. Exactly. Okay. So take away. So don't, yeah. <laughs> don't drink. Don't do, don't drink. Don't do drugs. Don't do, you know, don't there get ahead are, of yourself. There are other ways to cope mm-hmm. and deal with life. Don't do it. Do school. Don't do, don't do drugs. Do school. Do school. Do school. Okay. If you're like Brian and it's just natural, like you don't have to be on drugs, then be yourself. But don't resort to drugs, okay? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Be yourself without the drugs. Exactly. <laughs> me. Okay, that's all for today's episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yay. Yay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.